the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this hump day Wednesday. It is the first full week of March, so it is jobs week. Uh, We'll start with ADP. Uh, The number came in lower than expected. Right now that's Uh, I guess good news if you're in the, hey, let's not raise rates camp. Uh, It it is, it wasn't low enough. And ADP, their numbers have been so far off from the government numbers. I don't know that it counts. Uh, We'll we'll see. Uh, Tomorrow we'll get jobless claims. And then Friday, uh, we're going to get the jobs number from the government. Uh, Gold and silver after a huge day yesterday, pretty flat. Uh, pretty flat right now. Matter of fact, gold's down uh, 80 cents, 20, 21 in change. Uh, silver is down 12 cents right now, 24.98. Uh, the Dow is mixed. The Nasdaq's down pretty heavy, down 170. Uh, S&P is lower by 20. Right now, the Dow is up 20. We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, we had uh, oil inventories uh, all of a sudden without the strategic oil reserve. Uh, big drops. Uh, fifth straight week in a row, Cushing, Oklahoma stocks. Uh, dropped. Uh, everything was down across the board. Uh, barrels of crude down about four million. Uh, di- gasoline stocks down about four million. Distillate stocks down about three million barrels. All all said and all said and done, about eleven million barrels of crude in various types. Uh, less this week than last week. Uh, we did get a few other pieces of, of economic data, the ISM service sector. Now, that's the bigger sector of the U.S. economy, uh, the manufacturing sector. We got uh, the other day. That was uh, below expectations, and the service sector followed suit. Uh, it also was below expectations. So I guess if you're saying a uh, good day or bad day for for uh, the rate hike camps. I, I would call this uh, another good day, not as good as yesterday, uh, but again, uh, things appear to be slowing. Uh, but we've got a new bank to watch out for, so uh, I'll have to talk about that. Who it is? A, a local one here in town, uh, here in Arizona, and then of course Morgan Stanley. Warning and warning uh, about commercial real estate. We know what happened uh, the other day. We're starting to see the defaults rise. So we've got a lot of things to talk about. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And then, of course, a couple of updates. Uh, metals plans. We are all but done. Colorado, I, I think they started calling for their pickups 
last night. Uh, if you haven't been notified in Colorado, you will be. Arizona, we're done. Anybody that we mailed your 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 product is has already been delivered uh, to you. If you want to sign up for our medals program. Uh, we don't talk about it a whole lot. It, it, it's absolutely enormous. Uh, but you, uh, it, it's really simple. You need at least $100 a month. You pick the amount. There is no limit. And uh, we, we, we are sitting here with, with, with no limit. Uh, the, the biggest is that we got people doing 5000 5000 every month. We got a lot of people doing $100. We got people doing everything in between. You leave a credit card on file with us. You tell us the day of the month you want us to hit the hit the card from the 1st to the 28th. And then you get four physical shipments a year. So once a quarter, you get physical shipments. Uh, and we just completed the first quarter shipments. Uh, and and we're getting ready to start. So if you want to sign up here, uh, it's always a good uh Good time to start and sign up at 800-951-0592. And then also, uh, very quickly, product is very, very slow coming. It is not us. Uh, the bullion banks are just backed up, uh, and they don't have a lot of great answers for us. Uh, the I know some of you are a little, hey, gosh, usually I order within a couple of days. I'm coming to pick it up. Uh, it, it's just going to take a little bit, um, and I wish I had better news on that. I, I don't. Uh, right now, it used to be if we drop something today, we'd have it tomorrow. Uh, worst case, two days. Uh, that would be the worst case. Now we're, we're dropping things, uh, and, and it's seven days, ten days uh, before they show up. Just be patient. Everything is everything's Everything's coming. And Jason, uh, sometimes when it gets like this, uh, they get overwhelmed. Things get backed up. Yeah, yeah. There's a a lot of people, <clears throat> a lot of people looking at what's going on, and and uh, and uh, lots of crazy stuff happening. And and uh, with the gold and silver, you know, there's a lot of people that have maybe not even bought ever, or people that have just lightly bought. And suddenly, there's a ton of customers just flying into gold, and and the, and the spot price is being pushed up. And so all this creates a log jam, so to speak, right, Joe? And then uh, takes longer and longer to get stuff. There's nothing we can do about it. Uh, the, the good thing is, is that uh, just like our company, taking care of our customers all the time, uh, our distributors take care of us. And if we lock into something, they're they're locking in with us. And so the product and the price is is, is locked. It's just unfortunately, uh, you know, it's going to take a little while to get to you. But I've been with this company over five years. I've never seen a single order not get filled. That was the, that we promised on. It's just never happened, Joe. Yeah, well, and I, I can tell you this: uh, we've been here 27 years. It, it's never happened, never will. Uh, but anyway, we appreciate everyone's patience on all of that. When we get back, uh, we're going to have to talk about uh, what Morgan Stanley had to say and what bank kind of just got on people's radar all of a sudden. That's coming up next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday, as we said, uh, ADP came out uh, one hundred forty-five thousand jobs. Uh, that was below expectations. Uh, kind of maybe good news, bad news. 
type situations here. A quick look at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down 40. Uh, the S&P is down 17. The Nasdaq's down 150. Uh, right now, gold's down $2. Uh, 2020, well, 2019 and change. Silver's down 7 cents. 2502. Uh, this market update brought to you by our friends over at Y Refi. You know, uh, diversification. I mean, that's the name of the game. That's why you buy gold and silver. Uh, that's why you uh, look, look at companies like Y Refi. Uh, you get some great returns. It's not correlated to Wall Street. Doesn't matter what the stock market does. Doesn't matter. Did the Feds blow it? Uh, did did are they going to make another huge policy mistake? Why refi doesn't care? Uh, so you can look at your monthly statement every month and not worry. Because it's going to look the exact same. And you can earn up to 10.25% returns. You can do whatever you want with those those returns. The interest is compounded daily. They can pay you monthly. You can roll it in. You can, you, you can do what you want. You can change your mind. I mean, you can do all kinds of things. No fees. you got to have 50000 That's the big key. Uh, but you can also use existing IRAs. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. The word invest. The letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. Uh, Jason, uh, outside of the economic data, there was a, a another bank making some news here. Western Alliance Bank Corp. Uh, this is an Arizona bank. Uh, their stock was down as much as 12% as uh, on some financial disclosures. So this is going to be the next thing now. So banks are saying, hey, this, this, this little problem, this little bank run, the first leg of it is over. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to start hearing from these banks as they start disclosing, you know, mandatory disclosure filings about how things are looking. What what bothered, apparently, people on Western Alliance was in their financial disclosures, they did not update or say more about what their deposit balance is. Now, this is going to be a very big Thing going forward in, in in the in the case of Western Alliance, here's what they noticed: that their insured deposits shot way up. Now, when you first think about it, you're like, "Oh, well, that's a good thing because you know the the banks that we're watching are the ones where the insured deposits, uninsured deposits, are more than the insured deposits." Well, in the case of Western Alliance, what they noticed, Jason, was, hey, you had a lot more uninsured deposits on January 1st than you just disclosed today. So the feeling is a lot of these big uninsured depositors have left that bank. And now they're worried, does the bank have enough money and not have to go to the window or do play these games. Uh, so, so it's kind of interesting that we're going to start seeing this now where some of these banks are going to, without trying to let people know, hey, just look at the math. Look at the numbers. You can probably figure it out. You can probably figure out we lost some pretty big customers. Will they make it to Friday? 
<laughs> That's what it I seems think like so. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? what? What do I know? You know, the thing is, is investors are saying, hey, if this was a good thing, they would have said so. The fact that they didn't say anything, right, which makes sense, right? Hey, listen, if it's not good news, let's not tell anybody. Uh, it's the fourth update since March 10th, and it's the only one where they didn't address the deposits. So, again, the thinking here is these deposits, here's my guess. You know what? They didn't have another bank set up. And they got one set up, and then they moved the money, right? Because it take that takes a while. It does, you don't you don't just set these things up uh, willy nilly overnight. You need to get credit lines. You need to do all kinds of stuff. That that's just my guess. Uh, but but we'll have to uh, wait and see. Uh, their their insured deposits now represent sixty eight percent of the bank total as of March thirty first. Uh, th- that was a that was higher than the 55% that it disclosed two weeks ago. So that's a big move. So that just tells you, hey, at least one, if not more than one, of these big unsecured depositors left that bank, Jason. Uh, It's pretty simple here, and now people are, are, are a little bit worried. Yeah, and, and you should be if you understand uh, our, how our economy, our uh, monetary system is run. You should have been worried, you know, decades ago. Really, you should have been worried years ago. But here, here we are. We're we're seeing the ultimate uh, destruction of this financial system. It, it was going to happen. It's a Ponzi scheme. And uh, yeah, well, I think you know these reports will keep coming, Joey, week after week, month after month, until there's massive changes happen. And you know, I just, I, just I, I, I always can't wait to see which which bank you're going to talk about. I'm always calling and looking around too, but it's there's it's like which which one's next? You know, it's 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 like there's a a line at the bank bust window, and you know, you don't you don't know who's in line there next. You know, you're only dealing with the yeah. one that's in front of you. But and, I think there's quite a few of them in line. Yeah, and you you just don't know, right? You see a filing like that, and then when when they don't give you any guidance, that's a mistake as well, right? Uh, and obviously, I think they didn't give any guidance because they didn't have any good guidance to give, right? Hey, our our uh, uh, insured deposits were fifty five percent on March sixteenth, and now they're sixty eight percent on March thirty first. Yeah, I think everyone can kind of figure out what happened. Right and, and and again, how vulnerable does it leave them? I don't know that. I don't want to, you know, cause panic here. But this is a bank now. Uh, its stock has lost over fifty percent, including down twelve more percent today. Uh, you got to pay attention to that stuff. What's the name of that bank again, Joe? Uh, Western Alliance Bank Corp. Uh, is, is the one. So and again. I uh, don't want to add fuel to fire, but it, we may start seeing a lot of these. Uh, Morgan Stanley, man, they came out and just hammered the commercial real estate market and saying that this is going to be worse uh, than the financial crisis in regards to just in regards to commercial real estate. Uh, it is going to be much, much worse. They said the work at home COVID era. Uh, has has created a major shift, and here's the problem: is, and this is what we've talked about. Half of the commercial loan market 
has to get refinanced over the next 24 months. Half. And this is over a $5 trillion market. And so far, Jason, we're seeing 30, 40. In L.A., we saw 50% losses. Morgan Stanley says they expect uh, more than 50% of the $2.9 trillion in commercial mortgages that need to be renegotiated are going to face what they call a huge hurdle and saying they expect losses that could exceed 40% of the downturn in office vacancy rates. So this, it's at a 20-year high on office vacancy rates. Uh, they're saying a decline in price of 40% which will be worse than the great financial crisis. Distress of this type historically has not only hurt the landlords and the bankers who lend to them, but has also interconnected business community, private capital funders, and owners of any underlying securitized debt. The tech and consumer discretionary sectors will not be immune. Fear, stresses, and other asset classes will likely emerge, will become another headwind for mega-cap stocks, along with those posed by profits of recession and or economic recession. Jason, all in all, Morgan Stanley says we got more problems coming. Pretty simple. Right, we've got two point nine trillion dollars worth of commercial real estate that needs to be refinanced in the in the next twenty four months. And Jason, they're all underwater, and a lot of them underwater by at least forty percent. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that low interest problems that, that we've been talking about. You know, you got you know banks that are failing because they have the wrong, you know, low interest products in their in their portfolios and then what you can imagine if you have both that and you have the a bunch of commercial real estate that's going under too joe i mean compounding the problems we, you know who knows how much these other these, this bank stress is being caused by because uh, we, we heard that they're holding the wrong you know treasuries you know the zero percent low interest treasuries now here we are you know with much higher interest rates which because it's caused some of these banks to go in, in the wrong direction now you, you got the commercial real estate you know these these uh, these arm loans are, are are kicking in every single day more and more I'm sure so yeah you know, good luck to the banks that hold both of those situations Joe that's that's this is a compounded problem now yeah it, and it's a tough one because the the arm loans it's not the small guy it's not the small guy right he he may be uh, you know uh, buying a a a suite in a commercial office complex you know maybe he's you know, the, the office complex, I don't know, it, it's 100,000 square feet. He may be buying, you know, 3,000 of the 100,000, right? And he, he's probably on some type of SBA loan, right? That's not the problem. It's the guy in the bank that lent money on the whole building. There's where the problem lies. Because it's those guys that are going to default. It's those guys, the landlords are the problem this time around, not the tenant. Of course, obviously, vacancy rates already too high, but when they go to refinance, they do these on these arms. They don't. They pay interest only. 
not only has the value of the building dropped, but to Jason's point, now with the higher interest rate, right, now the payments are higher on top of it. And, and guess what they're doing? They're just saying, hey, you know what, jingle mail. Here you go, banks. Here you go, venture capital, whoever decided to lend them the money. Here's the keys to the property back. And, Jason, that's where that's where this problem is. And we know where the uh, 60% of these loans reside in these banks that are not too big to fail. There you go. Those are just those are just the numbers, and so that spells you know even more trouble. And and I don't think China had the same problem as we were talking about uh, that stuff a year and, and two years ago. But it's 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 the same kind of situation. They're just you know the housing market in China is bad. Well, the commercial real estate market in this country is bad. And when when uh, you you have interest rates at zero for so long, there are consequences. Just like when you print money like crazy forever. And, Zero percent interest rates and printing money is something they've been doing and doing and doing and doing, and at the point of no return. How many years ago was that? The point of no return was probably fifteen, twenty years ago. You know, to, to stop doing this stuff, Joe. They just they, they fixed the uh, housing crisis in two thousand eight by doing this stuff, and all they did was just move the problem to twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three and so on. And, and I don't know, Joe. I, with the kind of gold buying that we're seeing, it's uh, it's it's not just Joe and Jason on the air talking about this. You know, the people are figuring out. Well, I don't know where to go, and, and gold is safe. And they're just. I mean, I never thought we'd. Uh, Joe would say some of the things he says to me as we're talking uh, uh, before we get on the air about you know how sticky it is to get the to get the gold in our possession and get it to our customers. It's happening, but man, waiting three weeks or waiting four weeks, it's that's a tough thing, Joe. When we get back. How much money have the banks borrowed and how much of it's been the small banks versus the big banks? All of that in a really decent special coming up next. 800 uh, Got a, you know, really a, a, a good opportunity here. Uh, $20 gold pieces. We've talked about uh, how uh, expensive uh, they've become, uh, you know, right now, uh, if you go online, right, where you're looking at 2540 but I've got, listen, I've got a great opportunity here. We have, it's a weird amount, but this is what we've got. We've got 112 $20 gold pieces. They're Liberties, the older ones, uh, 1866 to 1907. It's all about price here. Twenty-four ninety-five, two thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars. If you think about it, that was our price on Friday, last Friday. So you you've gotten this whole, you know, fifty-plus dollar gold move since then. Uh, so this is like being able to go back in time, right, and buy twenty-dollar gold before the move uh, today. Ten-dollar pieces for the first time in weeks now. Two tens more expensive than these twenties at twenty four ninety five. Uh, Ten dollar pieces now all the way to twelve hundred and fifty. Uh, so take advantage here. We got one hundred and twelve of them. I'm not going to put them online yet. If they go, I won't put them online at all because literally we cannot replace them at this price. Matter of fact, the next price point isn't even the twenty five forty. You'll be looking at almost. 
$2,600 because you got it. We'll have to go all the way up to the AU to get any more. So these $112,495 at 800-951-0592. The Fed has announced that U.S. banks borrowed $475 billion last week. So the number keeps growing. Two weeks ago, they said $300 billion. Last week, they said $400 billion. This week, $475 billion. By the way, over $500 billion has been withdrawn from small, small banks in the two weeks since Silicon Valley Bank had gone under. Uh, as mentioned, right, $475 billion last week. Here's how it broke down. The large banks, $250 billion. The small banks, $250 billion. Foreign banks, $25 billion from these small banks. Now, I'm doing math. That actually adds up to more than uh, the 475. But, you know, hey, who's counting here? What, What they're trying to show is these small banks, Jason, borrow just as much as the big banks. But when you look at it in the terms of total deposits, they're borrowing at a rate two and three times that of what the big banks have been borrowing from the Fed. Yeah, well, that that there, there's some logic to that. Obviously, they uh, they they need it, Joe. They need it to shore up their bad assets. So, uh, it, it, it's uh, a clear indicator that uh, uh, these banks are trying to hold on and not be the next Silicon Valley uh, bank, right, Joe? That's it's pretty pretty obvious, right? Yeah, they're saying that over the last year, that a trillion dollars had been drawn withdrawn from what they call the most vulnerable banks. I don't know what banks those are. Obviously, Silicon Valley signature, but I don't know what the other ones are. Half of that, $500 billion, had been withdrawn since Silicon Valley uh, went under that data from J.P. Morgan. New Fed data says that banks lost $100 billion in deposits just last week alone. So this thing, you know, they're trying to to tell you on the news, oh, it stopped, it stopped. Not really. Okay, maybe it's not $200 a week, but it's still at $100 Here's the breakdown on that. Large banks gained $67 billion in deposits. So these are going to be, right, we talked about it. These are probably larger uninsured deposits moving out of small banks into big banks. Small banks. Now, you would expect this number to be fairly close to that $67 billion that was picked up by the big banks. Jason, it wasn't. A hundred and twenty billion actually left. 
the small banks. So almost double. 53. Yeah. 53 billion unaccounted for. $53 billion did not go to the banks. Right? A lot of that went into gold. A lot of that probably went into places like Joey, you're right? Joey, you know, Northwestern, they're not a bank. Right? Money markets. By the way, foreign banks, they lost $45 billion of deposits. So really, when you look at it, 120 plus 45 minus the 67, Jason, we had $98 billion worth of deposits leave the banking system. Yeah, that's $53 billion. There's, there's a lot of places that money can go. There's no way that I, I think all of that went to gold, obviously. That's, it's it's got to be. Oh, no, gosh, you know, no. There would be. We wouldn't have gold. <laughs> we would have nothing. For months. But, but I actually wonder a little bit, Joe. I wonder if some of that went into real estate. I mean, even though real estate doesn't look good right now, at least it can't be uh, taken from your bank, so to speak. It can't, it can't be uh, your deposits withheld, so to, you know, so to speak. So I, you know any what? asset, it, right? It's interesting. Uh, mortgages, applications to purchase a home fell last week uh, 4%. Uh, you know, it had been picking up. Uh, but, Jason, uh, they just said, hey, listen, there's, there's not a lot of houses out there because, well, let's face it, anyone who's got a, mor- uh, a mortgage of 3 or 4%, their house isn't going to hit the market no matter what. And, consequently, uh, there's just not a lot of activity going right. on there but you're right i'm sure some of it went there uh you know I'll bet some of that would have been around. direct buy joe some of that would have been cash buying why, why get them if you're a big bill you know have you a billion you're pulling out or, or multi-millions if you're gonna buy property with it you're not gonna have a mortgage right you're just gonna just buy something right just put it into something yeah. that's not the bank right yeah. but but again like i said Applications to buy a home down 4%, but you're right, cash buying is a huge part of it, right? I, I think uh, all cash sales were uh, over 30% of all the purchases uh, that were happening. Uh, so we'll continue to watch some very interesting information starting to come out now about how big the hole really was. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold and silver both just went positive here. Uh, gold uh, twenty twenty three uh, up a dollar. Silver is up a cent now at twenty five eleven. Uh, the sale today twenty dollar liberties at two thousand four hundred ninety five dollars. So that's like dude. We, it's a one-day time. Go back in time. So you get to buy it before, you know, we had a up $10 day on Monday. We had an up $40 day yesterday, right? You're, you're, you're buying it, uh, before that move. And I've got a, I've got a feeling. And I'd say, you know what? I, I'm probably 70, 30 on these feelings of mine. I think gold, I wouldn't be surprised if gold ends up, uh, up somewhere around 2030 or 2040 today. That's just the feeling that I have. Uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. But $2,495, that is, what, $45 off uh, the current price. Uh, we had a weird amount, right? We had 100 and, was it 112 or 117? I think it was 112. Uh, but we, we have less than that now. Uh, so pick them up. Well, you can. The $10 pieces, 
They shot up now, so their two tens is now twenty five hundred bucks. So at least, hey, this is now the new cheapest way to do it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two central banks, Jason. Guess what? Should be no shock. Continue to pile into gold. Believe it or not, it was the best first quarter. Well, first two months. We don't have a March number yet. The best first two months of the year going back decades. Uh, so again, I still, last year was a record. Okay. That was an all time record over 1100 metric tons bought by central banks. I don't think we're going to get another record this year just because the price of gold is going to be a lot more this year. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, but it's still going to be a, a really, Big amount. My, if I was to guess, probably seven or eight hundred more metric tons would be bought. Uh, China led the way. Uh, China is now, what is this, the fourth or fifth straight month. They actually picked the pace up and bought 25 metric tons. Uh, Singapore uh, also added to, to their holdings. Turkey added to their holdings. All in all, Jason, another, I want to say it was 50, another 52 metric tons uh, bought by central banks. And this was a February number. Yeah, you know, uh, we're not too far away uh, here in America from the, the, the all-time record high on spot price. You know, we, you know, it's, a, it's an any day kind of thing. We could break through past yeah. that and, and then what happens to the price. And so I think you're right. If, if prices keep pushing up, then uh, we won't break a record, but... Yeah, there's still nine months left in the year, Joe. So that that record, you never know when things go uh, even more in the wrong direction. How much that record buying could they they could they could beat that record, Joe? It's it, it's possible. I I know it's slower than last year, but it could happen. Well, right now, you know, here's the funny part. Right now, they're above last year's pace in the first two months. Because remember, it really picked up towards the middle of last year. We'll see, Jason's, You know. You're absolutely right. Listen, we, we get a, uh, a more financial problems, more banking problems. You're right. Central banks will be like, I don't care what the price is. Uh, that's what I want to be in right now. Uh, and then you got to remember, guess what else we get this week? Here's something interesting. Maybe you're interested in this. Janet Yellen is going to unveil the IRS's new long-awaited $80 billion spending plan as its new funding to beef up enforcement and taxpayer services. And like I said, already the the staggering amount of IRS agents uh, coming, I'm going to tell you right now, they're not sitting there going after billionaires. They're not. Sorry. Matter of fact, the IRS has already admitted, hey, it's going to be the same percentage that we've always used, which means, you know, the the guys, you know what, you're not a 90 percenter. You're an 80 percenter, 85 percenter, 70 percenter. Anybody above the 60 percent line, uh, expect an audit coming within the next 10 years. That's just my call, Jason. What, what was that term you just used a moment ago about how they, you know, the, 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 it sounded so nice the way they're going to come and, and pressure you for your, for tax money? It's, it, it's the loan yeah. shark sending the collector 
to thump you yes. on the head and get their money. But, but what was that? Rocky what was that Balboa. Rock, Rocky Balboa is coming to break your thumbs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they said it so right? like they didn't even say coming to collect overdue taxes. It was it was such a soft term you just read. It was this. Well, they, they, they're going to beef up enforcement and taxpayer services. See? Taxpayer, taxpayer services. Taxpayer services. They're, they're helping you. They're giving you a service. What, you mean you can actually call somebody? Have you ever tried to call the IRS? What an exercise in futility that is. But in the prepared remarks, the strategic operating plan will outline the agency's overall plan in greater detail. And they're saying that they're going to invest in data, yes, in analytics to help it audit large corporations, high earners, in complex partnerships. Boy, that sounds great, doesn't it? I can see a lot of idiots out there going, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Now, let me tell you what they're going to data mine. They're going to do that, and they're going to be data mining all of your stuff, too. All of it. 800-951-0592. gold, $2,495. We're, we're winding back the clock for you today. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping it up here on a Wednesday. Uh, gold's up a dollar here. Twenty twenty four. Uh, silver's at twenty five dollars and twelve cents. Uh, Wall Street. Uh, the Dow's up thirty. Uh, the Nasdaq's down twenty. I'm sorry. The S and P's down twenty. The Nasdaq's down one sixty eight. And again, we've got, uh, we're rolling back the clock to last Friday, $20 Liberties, $2,495 today at 800-951-0592. A little bit of bad news for Jay Powell. Obviously, oil inventories, not what they wanted to see. Jeffries is warning that airlines are going to have to be ready to pay significantly more for jet fuel uh, as, once again, we heard about these jet fuel shortages last year. Uh, Jeffrey says uh, inventory levels have not recovered enough, and they expect more of the same, Jason. More of the same. It, it, you know, that's getting to be kind of the, the theme of the show uh, the last uh, year or so, or maybe even the last two or three years. It's just it's more of the same, right? It just keeps on pouring. You know, usually these cycles kind of come and go. So, you know, there's kind of a dead part of the of the cycle, and then it comes back. And But, yeah, everything we've talked about, Joe, there's more bank closures. There's more stress in the markets. There's more commercial property problems. There's, there's more, uh, you know, problems economically. Day after day after day, it just never ceases, Joe. It's, you, I, the first few years I did this, there was, there was economic stress. It's just not, it's just not a good system. But I'll have to say, in 2022 and especially 2023, it's like every day, it's like there's, there's a lot of heat on, on what to do with your money and, and, and an awareness that I think is starting to be hitting the average person that hasn't happened since I've been w- watching this show, which is people are starting to, they're starting to wake up a little bit when it comes to do something with your money more than I've seen uh, in, in the past years. Yeah, you know, you think about, uh, you know, cars. Are we getting to the point where buying a new car will be a luxury? Like, 
only yeah. rich people would buy a new car. I mean, we're talking about new car prices that now are going to be over $50,000. You know, 50000 And that's not, and I wouldn't even call that a luxury new car, $50,000. But, I mean, this is kind of what we're talking about here. This is very quickly, look at homes, right? They're, they're so unaffordable. No one can afford them. Right, especially with the inflated prices. Now you throw the mortgages on top of it, uh, and and these things that used to kind of signify, hey, I'm middle class or I'm upper middle class, is now going to be considered a luxury in the future. And I I think that future is probably now. That future is now, Joe. That I was just thinking as you're talking about uh, cars, just thinking to myself, I'll, I'll bet the, the the junk car business is probably a good place to be right now because more and more people are going to stay in those used cars. You know, Maybe. And, and things wear out and you need parts, right? They, they consider whoever did this study, and I, I would tell you who, I'm getting it from the Hill. I don't know who did the study here, but they said that a new vehicle priced under $25,000 is what, and what they consider to be affordable makes up less than 5% of all new cars sold. So just tell you, they they hardly exist. And my guess is uh, most of us would probably call those cars golf carts uh, than actual cars. $20 gold pieces, $2,495, 800-951-0592. Jason and I will be back tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.